If our hair was a plant, all we would need to do is water it daily to help it grow. Unfortunately, that is not the case. As we need various nutrients and hormones to help it keep it strong and healthy, we need optimal circulation in the scalp to remove waste, but most importantly, deliver those nutrients and hormones. And lastly, we need to make sure that there's low inflammation, especially towards the hair follicles. My name's Kieran, and today I'm gonna to be talking about different herbs and how they can support your hair to keep it strong and healthy. Our hair needs various nutrients to help it grow, such as protein, iron, zinc, B vitamins, C, D, and omega-3s. Stinging nettle, bladderwrack, and sea moss have all these necessary nutrients to help keep our hair strong and healthy. What's interesting is that there was a study done on mice, and they took the nettle leaf extract and applied it to the mouse's head. And they noticed after 28 days that there was an increase in hair follicles along with an increase in hair shaft thickness and length. Unfortunately though, the researchers weren't able to pinpoint the plant chemical responsible for this result. But this is because nettle leaf has a lot more than just nutrients. It's got various other chemicals which can help with lowering blood pressure, can help balance blood sugar levels, can also reduce inflammation, and act as an antihistamine by blocking histamine from attaching to the receptors. So this is a great one, especially during the springtime when allergies are high. Now, if you're looking at picking nettle, be very careful because the leaf and the stems have these little thorns. And when you come in contact with them, especially with your skin, it can result in a rash and blisters or, you know, just not a nice feeling. And that's where, when you get this rash, the solution actually, is in the leaf. Because there was a time when I grabbed them, didn't have the correct gloves on, grabbed the leaf and went right through, pricked my finger. But what I did is then I took the leaf, mushed into a paste and applied it to the, the affected area. And it was able to remove all that pain and that blistering effect. So again, this is where caution is needed. And typically when nettle is consumed, it's either in a cooked form or dried form. And the whole root is edible, even the roots as the roots have shown to be very supportive to the prostate. What's interesting is that they indirectly support our hair as well. So this is because they inhibit an enzyme known as 5-AR enzymes. So these are enzymes responsible for turning testosterone into DHT, a potent hormone that can cause male pattern baldness. So as you can see with the whole plant being edible, along with bladder and sea moss being the same thing, that these plants are great for nourishing our body and our hair. Estrogen, as we all know, is one of the main hormones for women. This hormone is so important as it helps with the development of secondary sexual characteristics, regulating menstrual cycles, helping with bone health, cardiac function, along with mood support. When this hormone is within normal range or even slightly spiked, it's beneficial for hair as it's shown to prolong the growth phase of the hair follicles resulting in thicker hair. However, when estrogen is low, such as after pregnancy or during menopause, it can result in hair shedding. This is when there's hair loss. This is why it's very important to have balanced hormones. 
there's a herb known as Vitex or chaseberry. This herb is great for supporting hormonal levels by acting on the brain through the HPO axes, also known as the hypothalamic pituitary ovarian axis. This herb unfortunately doesn't have the same effect towards males. Even though estrogen is beneficial in small amounts for bone health, brain function, having too high of an estrogen level can interfere with testosterone and DHT. What's interesting enough, that the monks used to consume Vitex as an anaphrodisiac, which means that it reduced their desire for sex. Unfortunately, though, the research is inconclusive of its effects towards testosterone and estrogen for males. Ultimately, having healthy hormonal levels is crucial for having healthy hair. Androgens are also known as male sex hormones. The most well-known androgen is testosterone. This hormone can be found in small concentrations in women as well. Testosterone can be converted to DHT. This is a potent hormone that can have a very positive or negative effect to the body as it's based on the concentration of it in the bloodstream. For males, having a healthy level results in a deepening of the voice, facial hair along with body hair growth, and muscle development. But when those levels are too high, it can have a negative effect to the prostate, result in acne, excess body hair growth, and mood and behavioral changes. For women, when it's in healthy range, it's good for helping with bone health, muscle development, skin sebum production, so this is where the oils get more, the skin gets more oils, as well as sexual desires. But when those levels are too high in women, it can result in excess body hair growth, can result in acne, and changes in your menstrual cycles. The most common symptom for males and females is hair loss due to high DHT levels. High DHT can result in male pattern baldness. So this is where DHT attaches to some of the hair follicles, resulting in the hair to become weaker and thinner, and then hair loss. Fortunately though, there are certain herbs which can help. The main pathway for converting testosterone to DHT is canonical pathway. Tests sol palmetto and netto root help by inhibiting the enzymes, the 5-AR enzymes, from converting testosterone to DHT. Now, unfortunately, there are other pathways, but due to these herbs working on this most common one, this is a very positive effect for helping with male pattern baldness. Our thyroid gland has many different functions, with the main function being regulating our metabolism. When our gland is under-functioning, this is known as hypothyroidism. This is where the thyroid gland is not releasing enough hormones to support our body. When this happens, it can result in many different symptoms to manifest, such as constipation, weight gain, fatigue, heavy menstruation, along with cold intolerance can also negatively affect our hair by interfering with the hair growth cycle. When we look at the hair growth cycle, there are three phases. The first phase is antigen phase, also known as the growth phase. In a normal healthy body, hair follicles usually stay in this phase. The next phase is known as the catagen phase, known as the transition. This is where the hair stops growing and the outer root sheath shrinks. 
The last phase is known as the telogen, also known as the transit or the resting phase. Now, for hypothyroidism, majority of the hair follicles stay in the telogen phase. This can result in hair to become thin, brittle, along with being very dry. The thyroid hormones have a huge influence on the sebum production of the skin. So this sebum is great for nourishing and lubricating our hair follicles and our scalp. So when we're lacking in those thyroid hormones, it results in our hair to become very brittle, very thin, prone to being broken easily, which can increase the risk for hair loss. Fortunately though, there are certain herbs or seaweeds which work really good for supporting our thyroid, such as sea moss and bladder rack. Iodine is one of the main nutrients found in these seaweeds. And this is great because according to a 2017 study, there are 2 billion people globally which are iodine deficient. Iodine and tyrosine are two nutrients found in these seaweeds and are the main components for the creation of thyroxine, also known as T4. T4 is an inactivated thyroid hormone. It needs to go to our liver to become activated to T3. For that to happen, we need zinc and selenium. These nutrients are also in these seaweeds. Having a healthy thyroid is influential to having healthy hair. Inflammation is a natural immune response to protect our body from infections and injuries. When inflammation becomes chronic, it can increase our risk to develop certain conditions. Chronic inflammation also has a negative effect towards our hair. It disrupts our hair growth cycle. When it comes to inflammation, it results in our hair to spend less time in the anagen phase. This is the growth phase and more time in the telogen, also the resting phase. Inflammation caused by pro-inflammatory cytokines such as IL-1, IL-6, TNF-A-A, all can have a negative effect and damage our hair follicles. Fortunately though, we have certain herbs which can help reduce these pro-inflammatory cytokines. Boswellia, also known as frankincense, is a great herb which can help reduce those cytokines. Unfortunately though, there is no research uh, where they've taken frankincense and seen how much of an effect it has on hair growth. But the boswellic acid and the terpenes, which are very anti-inflammatory, have shown to reduce the inflammatory cytokines, which can damage our hair follicles. A nice easy way to get direct approach too is taking the frankincense essential oil, mixing it with a little carrier oil such as jojoba oil, and applying it directly to your scalp. It's a great way to get that anti-inflammatory approach. Another great herb for reducing inflammation is turmeric. We've heard about all the amazing benefits this root can offer. And when it comes to reducing the cytokines which can cause damage to our hair follicles, turmeric has shown to help reduce the production of them as well. When it comes to turmeric, consuming with a fat-soluble fat source or black pepper also improves the absorption of these anti-inflammatory chemicals in turmeric. 
This is because there are more fat receptors in our gut. So when the fat molecules are paired with the turmeric molecules, they bind together. So we're able to absorb the chemicals better, as well as the black pepper encourages and increases intestinal absorption and reduces one of the enzymes in our liver, which thereby allows these chemicals of turmeric to flow through our bloodstream longer before being broken down. Reducing inflammation has a very influential effect on our hair growth. Our circulatory system is like a network of roads and highways transporting goods and people throughout the city. When we're needing support for our hair, optimal circulation is needed to help deliver those nutrients and hormones and immune cells to the hair follicles, as well as removing the metabolic waste. There are various herbs to help support optimal circulation in the scalp, such as pine bark. Within pine bark, there is a chemical known as proanthocyanins. These are antioxidants, so very good, very beneficial, sorry, for our blood vessels for reducing inflammation. Also, these chemicals have shown to increase an enzyme known as nitric oxide synthesis. This is an enzyme which helps increase nitric oxide production. Nitric oxide dilates our blood vessels, so it helps more nutrients get to the area which they need to be. It can also result in our blood pressure to drop. So this is where if you're on any blood pressure medication, it's best to speak to your healthcare provider before consuming this herb. Another herb or common vegetable which helps with nitric oxide production is beetroot. Beetroot contains nitrates. When we consume beetroot, the nitrates get converted into nitrites due to the oral bacteria, so the bacteria in our mouth. Those nitrites get absorbed into our bloodstream, and then from there, they have an effect on producing more nitric oxide. Another area which is very beneficial for the circulatory system is the pigment, that red pigment, that pigment which frightens us sometimes in the toilet. That red pigment is very nourishing for our blood, our circulatory system. It's because it contains polyphenols, which one of the main polyphenols is betalanes. Betalanes have shown to be very nourishing and supportive and anti-inflammatory to our blood vessels. Supporting our cardiovascular system, again, is very influential to supporting our hair. Cortisol is a hormone that has many beneficial functions. It helps with our immune system, helps with our blood sugar, as well as helping with our metabolism. But when we go through chronic stress, that results in our cortisol levels to be high for prolonged periods of time. This can have a very negative effect towards our hair. It can result in an increase of inflammation towards the hair follicles, can disrupt our hormones, and it can interfere with the hair growth cycle. How it interferes is by prematurely resulting in our hair follicles to go to the collagen and telogen phase, and not having enough time in the antigen phase, which is the growth phase. This results in hair loss. There is a herb known as ashwagandha, which works really well for supporting our body, especially when we're stressed. Ashwagandha has shown in multiple studies to reduce cortisol levels, to support our thyroid by balancing our T4, T3, and TSH. So these are our hormones 
It's also shown to increase estrogen when there's low estrogen during perimenopause, as well as it's shown to have antioxidant properties equivalent to sorbic acid, also known as vitamin C. So ashwagandha is a fantastic one to consume on a daily basis to support our body entirely, but also valuable for supporting our hair. I hope you found today's podcast interesting.